Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 2 of the Creative Tech. I'm Rod Val and a huge thank you to everyone that tuned into episode 1 and I'm glad you're back for episode 2. Now, in the US I've noticed that a lot of the technology advances are being pushed not by your big tech companies like Samsung and Apple but by a really sort of different company and the one that I'm going to talk about today is IKEA. So you're probably thinking to yourself, come on, you know, I know IKEA makes some crazy furniture that you can only put together with a specified single Allen key that they only create, but they've just launched this really cool ad campaign uh, for their wireless charging system. So what they did was they got, they talked about how you can do things without wires. And what the big one that they're doing a video on is wireless bungee jumping. So I put a link to the video in the blog. You can take a look at it. It's an awesome, cool video. When they first launched it, everyone was freaking out at how this could be real. But you gotta watch the video all the way to the end for the IKEA ad campaign. So what they've done is they've launched an intelligent system that allows you to wirelessly charge your smartphone. So there's no more hassles with wires or anything like that. All you have to do is lay down your smartphone on the wireless charger. And it's so well incorporated into IKEA furniture, of course. But it's a really, really cool concept with a really cool advertising campaign. So a quick spiel about this video. What they do is they show you the life of this guy and a scientist group that create, you know, opposing magnets. So someone jumps off a bridge, they can bounce up and down like they would if they were attached to a bungee cord, but they do it purely just using magnets and plates in a vest. It's an awesome idea and would be fantastic if you could really do it, but it's probably a long way off yet. It is doable, but it is a long way off. Take a look at all the science, I put the link there, explain exactly how you do it. Right at the bottom is the video, I highly recommend watching it. And I'm going to go to Ikea probably this weekend and I'll take a look at the charging system and I'll report back to you. So let's take a quick virtual flight over to Las Vegas where we have the Consumer Economic Show for 2016 taking place currently. Now there are some huge keynotes coming out from Intel, IBM, all these kind of guys are showcasing what's new and what they're going to push forward. So what I want to do is just give you a really quick sort of recap of what you're going to see come out of CES. Everybody has their version of everything, but there are some really cool stuff that's going to come out. Once again, drones are making a huge statement piece coming out of this year's CES. Uh, they used to just be an interesting novelty gadget, but they're now becoming really, really useful. Uh, you're going to start seeing them more and more at festivals, using uh, for video and all that sort of stuff. So if you guys get a chance for your event, especially if you're doing car stuff or big um, business to consumer events where you've got a lot of people and you can get some really cool shots, I would really start looking at how you can do this. There's heaps of stuff you can do um, with big flyovers and stuff like that and you no longer need to get a big boom arm with a camera on it. You have a drone, you've got multiple drones that can also do live feeds from them. So. It's start having a look at what comes out of this. The technology is cool. It's actually not that super expensive. It's going to be a couple hundred bucks for a drone. I know in Sydney particularly, there is a few licenses you have to go through, but there are companies that are doing this for you. So really start 
looking at how you can invest a bit of your entertainment money into doing stuff like this because you will get some amazing, amazing video shots that you just couldn't get before and some really cool angles on stuff. Um, it's going to be something that I think will take off massively this year and even into next year, but it is something if you can get on board early and get your clients to use it first up, they will be a real game changer in the events world. Now another piece of tech that has come out but has also been on the market for a while is 3D printing. So this is something that's really fascinating and I love the idea of it. I personally have put on many Christmas and birthday lists to get a 3D printer. But there is a real complexity of understanding how to actually use them and particularly in an event space. So there's heaps of upstarts that are bringing these out and putting them in. They're now doing 3D printing with food. Uh, so that's a really different, different thing to do for an event. If you could 3D print your own cookies uh, for morning tea and lunch, that would be something very cool. But with your normal 3D printing in the event space, if you could create a 3D render of your set, 3D print it, and then show it to your client, you know, a scale model of exactly where everything will go, piece together, it's going to be something that is just going to be a total game changer for you. I know a lot of us use awesome visualizers, and I have for many years, but if you could put a 3D model so they can physically see how the space will work, how everything will be in it, I know it'll be much smaller, but it will be something that they can have in their office all the time, they can look at, they can see how it's going to piece together. If you're doing a car launch, you can show how everything's going to move in. It's almost like using old school toys to create your look and feel. The better and the faster you can be able to sell your event. A lot of us have an amazing way with words and we can talk about the beauty and the colours and the texture and all that. but you need to be able to sell this to everybody and not just the creative uh, for the companies that you work for. So if you can do things like have it physical and people being able to touch, you're, not, you're gonna grab a whole lot more people in that room and really engage them and your selling will just speed up dramatically. The things you'll be able to do and showcase, you'll actually be able to get the budget for. So take a look. There's a lot of on Kickstarter of upcoming companies that are putting 3D printers together. Put a bit of money into your own R&D for your company, buy one of these printers, have a play with it, and really start to use it for your events. So the world is going wireless, and as you heard me say at the start of this podcast about wireless bungee jumping, coming out of CES is everything wireless. So. You've got your wireless headphones and people have got the beats and all that sort of things. They're now even getting down to wireless earbuds. So everything is going to be Bluetoothed and all this sort of stuff hooked into your Wi-Fi system. So you can listen to music as you walk in, out of the house. It keeps playing when you walk into the house. Everything in the home now is going to be part of your wireless system. So at CES last year, there was some amazing stuff that happened and it was a jaw dropper which was a wireless washing machine. So both LG and Samsung had these appliances um, that would 
you could queue from your office to start the washing so when you came home it was ready to hang out, there was no leaving it in. The washing machine wet over time, which was very, very strange. But here's something cool, there were rice cookers that you could set up and let it know if you're going to be late or what, so keep the rice at the perfect temperature for you. There's now also watering systems. So a company called Blossom have created a smart watering controller that basically allows you to turn on lights, you know, to water your gardens. Um, they've also done stuff with light switches, thermostats, everything. So your whole home ability is now going to become wireless. And you're probably thinking, well, how does this help me? I do events. I really don't care about the home. There's a lot of that stuff and Philips Hue, which is a light bulb changes color that you guys can start taking from the home world and putting in the events world. Imagine having simple light bulbs that you could just screw into lights with a wireless system. You take a photo of what you want and it matches the colors to it. And that's what the Philips Hue does. So start looking at these things and how you can be creative with stuff that they've created from home and bring it into your event space. Now obviously we've also got the cool stuff with cars and all that stuff which will come out in time and take a lot longer to bring out but there are so many gadgets galore. You know, on screen, sat nav, it sits on your uh, windscreen, there's the Apple CarPlay, there's Google's Android Auto, all this car tech is coming. Uh, but we're in a, a strange, now with this stuff, they we're in a strange place where the tech is there and we can see it and it's great, but it's not quite there. So we're in almost a holding pattern with this sort of technology where you need to wait probably another three years for it to be properly, properly developed. So it's like when they first bring any company, any sort of product out from Apple to Samsung, everybody says, wait to the second or third generation, they've got the bugs ironed out. This is going to be the same for all car tech um, and a lot of big tech like that. They are still trying to get it out in the marketplace and get a feel for what people want. But I can tell you, it's just not ready yet. So be patient, but all this stuff will come. Now, one of the techs that I keep talking about is Oculus Rift, and it made another huge break in 2016. Um, they launched the Oculus Rift for about 600 US dollars per unit, and then they've told that you need about another thousand US dollars to set up the computer to run perfectly. Now, in the gaming and uh, world, for these guys, that was a huge slap in the face because a lot of these guys won't spend any more, you know, than about a thousand dollars really, unless it's for a computer that's super water cooled and everything like that, which allows them to play in a limited edition $150 game. So it's very specific. But for a company to invest in it, it's super cheap. All you have to do is get a couple of thousand on board and start getting it and then using it. It will pay for itself time and time and time again. I cannot stress enough, especially if you're doing a DMC or you know, you're doing stuff with trying to sell locations. The big cost here will be selling and creating the video, but then all you have to do is put it in these systems, walk around and sell it to everybody. It will be amazing what you can do with it. So the only other things coming out of it, as always, are you fitness stuff? So every shoe has been mapped in. Fitbits come out with another version. There's 
so many health things coming out. Shirts that can measure your sweat, how much you're sweating to what your heart rate is. It's going to be crazy. So if you're trying to use health stuff in events, I would highly recommend trying to work out some sort of leaderboard or some way to do it. It is going to be hard. Um, steps challenges are always good or workout challenges just so that they've got to get their heart rate up to a certain point for at least 30 minutes a day and who can do it most consistently. It's going to be a hard one to put in an event but you will work out a way to do it and also it's always a fun thing to log on events just for yourself, put one on at the start of an event and see how far you walk. You will be surprised the amount of kilometers that you cover just on a daily event. One of the other really cool things that I thought was great is LG's new double-sided LED. So take a look at your TV screen and imagine that on one side you've got a screen and on the other side you've got a screen. So what this does is you can hang from the roof and have two different bits of content playing on each side of the screen. This is going to be perfect for expo stands. Imagine having a screen hang in the middle of an expo stand content rolling all over it, you drink product displays, it's just going to be a real game changer. So keep an eye out for LG's double-sided OLED screen and when it comes out, get yourself to a demo, have a look, I highly, highly recommend it. The last bit of this podcast is for music lovers. So many years ago, they got rid of the Technics SL1200 turntable, which was a legendary turntable amongst DJs. But now, at CES, it's back. They've just released the new SL1200G and a 1200GAE, which are meant to be bigger and better than any turntables that have ever come before them. So, let me explain the difference between the two. The limited edition one is called the SL1200GAE, um, and apparently it's huge. It's about, you know, 20 or so kilos, it's a really bulky, huge unit, but it's thick, body. Um, it keeps the turntables as stable as possible, uh, and it's got a really cool uh, three-layer turntable. It helps resist any vibrations, so you're getting an exceptional high quality and sound. So I would really recommend that you know people start looking into these when they hit the market again, and it's going to take a while, but starting to go back to using vinyl for your events, Yep, CDs are great. You can pack a whole lot of tunes into one disc or now even onto one USB, but there's nothing quite as vintage and cool as having someone play new tracks on old technology. So that's what we spoke about in the last podcast, putting the old old with the new. So I highly recommend it to get DJs for your events that play on vinyl. So they're also bringing out a more standard model, which would be called 1200G. It's going to be a whole lot cheaper, but it'll be the first to hit the stores. So there's a classic reborn in the DJing world, in the music world. So my recommendation again is get your DJs to play on vinyl. The sound will be heaps better. It'll look a whole lot cooler and just give it a really fun new vibe. So that concludes this week's podcast. Thank you so much, so, so much again for listening. Next week, I'm going to be chatting to you about um, a website called Skillshare. I'm going to talk to you about some of the companies I've spoken to in this last week and just some of the fun things that are happening. I've got a surprise um, 
that I might be doing on Sunday. So I'll let you know if that happens. But stay tuned and thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll catch up soon. Bye. Music for this podcast was by Argo Fox Releases. So look them up on SoundCloud. Awesome stuff. Thanks, guys.